0: and it was really like fun to see that side of it because I've always been on the other side you know I'm always on my couch with ice cream (laughs) watching gymnastics and you know I've been one in the past to be like critical or like to laugh at something that a commentator says but then when you're actually doing it you have like a newfound respect for how difficult it is to actually do that Hey guys and welcome to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm your host Ashley Bueller with my co-host and twin sister Brittany. Hey guys. Today's episode is going to give you a little bit of insight into what it's like to commentate for an ESPN gymnastics broadcast. I'm going to talk about how the opportunity came about for me, how I prepared for it, and what it was like being live on air. But before we forget, make sure you follow our podcast on Twitter and Instagram. It's at allthingsgympod. It's just an easy way for you guys to interact with us about the podcast, ask questions, send ideas, and to be notified when we post a new episode. So just for a little background here, Ashley is a Journalism major at Eastern Michigan University and she had the really unique and kind of special opportunity to do an internship with the EMU gymnastics team and the EMU athletic department where she would film video features, do interviews, and she also got to do the commentary for all of their home meets. So, we had someone on Twitter ask for Ashley to make a YouTube video kind of talking about her experience of being a commentator, and we kind of decided to make it into a podcast episode instead. Um, so, I guess maybe you can just start by talking about how that opportunity even came about for you. So, it was something that I started thinking about when I first got to EMU. Obviously, I knew that they had a gymnastics team, and I had watched their meets before, so I knew that they were broadcasted through ESPN. So that kind of planted the seed in my mind. And then one day when I was walking to class, I saw a poster for an internship with ESPN. So I inquired about it, I reached out to someone, and I actually found out that it was more of like an off camera type thing. Like they'd let students work behind the scenes and work the cameras, that kind of thing. Um, They don't typically let students on camera. So I was kind of asking to do something that had never been done before. Um, So I had to run it by the head coach of the gymnastics team, which is Katie Minnesota. And then I also had to run it by the director of athletic media relations just to make sure that they were okay with me doing it. And I told them about our blog and, you know, my history with knowing the sport and stuff like that. And um, they were okay with it. I arranged times to talk to them and um, go over my ideas and stuff, and they were cool with it. And then to make up the full internship hours, because obviously EMU only had three home meets, so there was only three meets for me to commentate, so I had to do a little bit extra. So um, we all agreed that I could do features and stuff with the team this season, so I got to travel to a couple of their away meets, um, do interviews, come up with ideas for features, and then actually execute those features, so it was pretty So cool. pretty much everything, if you guys follow EMU Gymnastics on Twitter or Instagram, Pretty much all of the content they posted this season was filmed and produced by Ashley. And so. And thought up. <laughs> yeah, she she dreamt up the idea. She filmed it. She edited it. So, yeah. I don't know if you guys follow EMU Gymnastics, but you definitely should. And go enjoy some of that good content. <laughs> A little plug there. Um. So, what was the process like preparing for the broadcast? I mean, I know I got to see you the day of. I helped you get ready. You got to see all the stress that went into it. Yeah. Tell the people about it. Um, So, I think it started a couple weeks before. I mean, this honestly, the second that I found out that I was going to be doing it, that's when the process started for me. So... I started by watching old meets, like, old EMU gymnastics broadcasts just to get a feel for, like, how the broadcast went and, like, the commentary style of my commentary partner-to-be. Um, because it, their meets are on ESPN3, so it's run like an actual television broadcast, even though it's technically not on TV. Um, it, it, it looks just like any meet that you'd watch on ESPN with with Bart and Kathy, you know, it's the same kind of feel. So um, I wanted to get, you know, the feel for that. And I did a lot of research to began typing out notes. Um, I had some general notes with, uh, you know, talking points for each event, just basic things like rules and deductions, things that I knew, but I wanted to write down just in case, because, you know, when you're on camera, it's, it's different than just watching it at home and, you know, talking to your friend about it. So um, and then I also had more specific notes about both of the teams, so things like career highs, fun facts, um, how to pronounce people's names, things like that. And um, a couple of days before the meet, I would interview the head coach of the away team um, just to get quotes about the team and how the team is doing. And then for EMU, it was a little bit different. I was in and out of the gym to watch practices you know, throughout the season, so I would just talk to Katie then when I was in the gym. And, I don't know, I think it's easier to come up with talking points for a broadcast when you're, like, around the team more. So. Yeah, and I also feel like you never really had, like, set up a time to go, like, interview Katie before the meet. Um, It was kind of more of, like, a casual interaction, yeah, I guess, I, just because you were more affiliated with that team than you were, like, the away teams. Yeah, like I said, I, I would just go into practice and... We would just, like, sometimes talk as we were watching practice. You know, I'd, she'd be by the beams, and I'd, you know, walk over there, and we'd just kind of, like, hang by the beams and watch the girls, and we'd just, like, have a like, casual conversation while they were training. And then I would use some of that information that she gave me on the broadcast sometimes, mm-hmm. so. And what about the actual day of the meet? How would you prepare for going into your first day of commentating? And really all of your commentating after yeah. that. Well, <laughs> I was really nervous, especially for the first one. I remember the day before, um, it was the day that UCLA was competing at Boise State or BYU. They were at BYU. They were at BYU. Bo- Boise okay. State was at UCLA. Okay. So UCLA was at BYU. I remember that being on TV and like me trying to rehearse my notes and like having like a pit in my stomach cause like I knew what was going to happen the next day. <laughs> um... But I think it helped to have you and then Jessie, who is our older sister, um, it helped that you guys were, like, there to help me get ready, so, you you know, help, you guys helped with my hair, and we went shopping to get outfits and stuff, so I'd feel, like, comfortable and confident on the broadcast, so I think that kind of helped to calm my nerves, and then, um, the day of the meet, um, obviously in the morning, I was nervous when I woke up, but I would just, like, go over my notes, and then, um you get you and Jesse gave me a little pep talk in the car before we got into the arena and then it's funny because I feel like the second I got into the arena all my nerves like went away like I felt like this weird sense of calm and like I was just ready to go so you felt like this was your calling in life is what you're saying I felt like the pep talk you gave me worked (laughs) (laughs) um so that was kind of nice that you know the second I got there I felt like ready to go Um, I, we got there, like, an hour and a half before the actual meet, and I didn't have to be there that early, but I think I wanted to be, just because I, I get antsy if I sit at home, and I, like, wait, and I'm just, like, sitting there thinking about it non-stop. I just wanted to go. The second I was ready, I'm like, let's just get there and get this going, so, um, I was there a little bit early, and I just kind of went over my notes and stuff while I was waiting for my broadcast partner to show up. Um, for the very first broadcast, I was even more nervous because the guy that normally does their broadcast, his name is Joel, um, he wasn't available for that meet, so they had this other guy named Tom Helner do it, and he does, like, football broadcasts, so he'd never done a gymnastics meet before. So here we had my first broadcast ever, and then his first gymnastics broadcast, and I'm like I have no idea how this that sounds is like get. a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it actually turned out really good, and I think that I was really like grateful to have him as like my partner for like my first broadcast because he was really nice and he made me feel comfortable and he answered all my stupid questions <laughs> and he helped me with like all the things that go into a broadcast that you don't know about, like how to use the microphones and like how to put the earpiece in and clip it to your shirt and. Things like that. So he kind of walked me through how a broadcast goes and he made me feel like comfortable the whole way through. So that was helpful. My favorite thing after the fact was, so Ashley got all of the, I guess, can you say like raw footage? Is that what you would call it? I don't know. What are you trying to say? Like, when you got sent all of the broadcasts you did. Oh. The ones that, that weren't on YouTube, it was, like, the, like the un- unedited. The unedited with, like, no commercial break. So, obviously, when people watch the broadcast, you see commercials. But on the actual, like, production end of it, they have a copy of it that has no commercials, and you can just hear us talking. Yes. (laughs) And so the best thing, I think, with that was when we were listening to that, so we were watching the broadcast, and then we wouldn't fast-forward the commercial parts, because we wanted to hear Ashley's conversations, because she would leave her mic down sometimes instead of pulling it up. So she would be talking with, like, the mic on, or, like, with the mic near her mouth, so you could still pick up what she was saying. (laughs) And there was one time where she was like... I'm saying some stupid shit right now. It was so funny. <laughs> and then the guy I was doing it with, he's like, no, you're not. You're doing fine. I think it was my second broadcast. And I'm like, no, this is, I'm saying some dumb ass shit right now. <laughs> so I liked it. You could hear that. I know you did. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So once Tom, he, like I said, he was the partner that I had for the first broadcast. Once he got there, um, we went up to the control room, which is basically just a room with a bunch of monitors. And that's kind of like where they run the show. And I had to pick two gymnasts to talk about for the opening of the broadcast, and I had to point them out to, the, you know, the camera people so they knew, like, who to put the cameras on, because they record, like, footage from practice to use, like, at the very beginning. I mean, obviously, if you watch watched the gymnastics meet, you've probably seen that before, so. Um, and then we went down and we filmed the opening, and that was about 20 minutes before the meet began. And obviously that's the part where you're like on camera in the very beginning, just talking about like what's going to happen at the meet and that's pre-recorded. So that's something that I didn't realize about a gymnastics broadcast is you can actually do that over, you know, again and again. So we did it about like three times, I think, until we had one that we were satisfied with. And uh, that part's tricky because you're obviously on camera. So you have to know what you're going to say and um, you can't look down at like your notes. So like I would have notes with me in my hand um and I would look over it like every time we'd go to redo it again I'd like glance down at my notes and like just make sure like Refresh. I yeah and then like the second like you get the cue it's like go time and then you have to you know remember everything so that part was a little bit tricky but um, once we got the opening we were good with then we then went and took our seats and then we just waited for the meet to begin yeah um so what do you think is something that most gym fans or I guess just people in general don't like realize about doing a broadcast because I think there's a lot of things that even I have learned just from your your experience and you kind of like telling me how it went Mm -hmm. so what are some things that you could tell people that like they don't realize about broadcasting (sighs) well it's definitely harder than it looks um that's something that after the very first broadcast that was like the first thing that came to my mind is that it's it's so much easier to sit at home and to almost judge like how someone is doing with their commentary. Um, but then when you're actually down there doing it, it's a lot difficult and a lot more difficult and there's things that go into it that I don't think people even realize. Um, you just really have to focus and you're, you're fighting off nerves and then you're also trying to speak with like the appropriate tone and you're trying not to say anything stupid on, you know, air cause it's live and you you can't go back. You know, like that intro in the beginning, you can redo that, but like anything that happens on air, it's live. So you can't go back. So you really are like trying to focus I'm not saying anything stupid, and it's, it's hard, um, so you're on the arena down on the floor, but you actually are, like, watching the meet, or at least I was, you're watching the meet through the monitor, so you're seeing exactly what the viewer is seeing, it's basically like watching it on TV, but then talking live, (laughs) um, and then, like, so at the same time, you're trying to reference your notes, you're trying to pay attention to what's going on with the meat. you have to be prepared to answer whatever questions your broadcast partner is going to ask you, because you have no idea what they're going to ask you. So you just really have to be, like, paying attention at all times. That would give me anxiety. Yeah, it's, uh, that's what I'm saying, it's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. Like, there's a lot happening in that moment, and even in your mind, it's like, you really have to be, like, on your A-game, I feel like. Um... So, yeah, it's it's intense, but... Yeah, because I remember the very first EMU home meet, Molly Paris, she's one of the EMU gymnasts, she injured herself on vault, and I was in the arena in the stands watching, so I saw her walk off mm-hmm. and go and, you know, get on, like, crutches. So for the rest of the meet, she was on crutches, but I think it wasn't even until, like, halfway through the meet that you actually, like, on air realized that she was... No, to be honest with you, I don't think I realized at all. I realized after the meet... That she had gotten injured. So it's funny that you could be, like, in the arena watching the meet, but you don't even necessarily know what's going on because you're watching the script. Yes, it's exactly that. Because she landed her vault and she got up, so she appeared to be fine. And then she, she walked away, so that's what I saw. I didn't see anything that happened afterwards. I know, and I'm, like, pulling up my phone, texting you, and I'm like, My Paris is on crutches, please look at your phone. Yeah, well, I didn't have service, so, like, I would check my phone occasionally, and I didn't get service, so your text never went through. And then it's funny, because what ended up happening is that she got pulled from the lineup on bars, which is the next event, and, like, I didn't even realize, which that kind of goes into the next thing I was going to say, is that, you know, like, in the moment, it's hard to realize, like, what all was going on. Um, Even things like lineup changes that happened last minute, and I messed that up. At that meet, I think at another meet, too. It's Yeah, it's it's interesting that... You're so, like, in the zone that you're almost missing other things that are happening around you. And they seem so obvious. Like, how could you miss that? Right. But. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And then also, another thing, too, is that during the meet, the producer will occasionally talk in your ear. So they'll, like, count you in and out of commercial breaks, or they'll tell you, like, graphics or things that are coming up on the screen. So things like scores or, like, the the little graphic box that comes up and says, like, what things the judges are looking for. Like, they'll tell you in your ear that that's on the screen and you're supposed to, like, talk about it. Didn't you also say that, like, if you mention something, like, if someone does, like, a really cool turn and you, like say that that was like, oh, that was an illusion turn. That was, like, really unique, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll come on and be like, we're going to put the illusion turn on the screen. Yeah, they'll say, like, you're getting a replay right now of price on Beam, that, that, that turn you mentioned. They'll, like, come <laughs> in your ear and say that. <laughs> and it can be really confusing because, like, so when you're talking, you can hear your partner talking so anytime you know the guy that I'm commentating with talks I can hear him in my ears but then also if the producer comes on or anybody in the control room comes on and talks too, they override his voice so it's like there, there will be moments where like you can't even hear anything but the producer talking and like he's over here talking next to me like so like when we're going to commercial breaks He'll be, like, doing, like, the transition into the commercial break. Like, we'll be right back. That whole thing. And, like, there's someone in your ear going, five, four, three. <laughs> <laughs> like, counting down. And I'm like, I, thank God that I don't have to do that part. Because I couldn't focus. You yes. to talk while someone's counting in your yeah. ear. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, just, it was just really interesting. It, it's things like that that happen in a broadcast that I don't think people will realize. And I'm not at all complaining about it. Like, it was a really cool experience, and it was really, like, fun to see that side of it. Because I've always been on the other side. You know, I'm always on my couch with ice cream (laughs) watching gymnastics. And, you know, I've been one in the past to be, like, critical or, like, to laugh at something that a commentator says. But then when you're actually doing it, you have, like, a newfound respect for how difficult it is to actually do that yeah so I was gonna ask you what do you think is your like what's the stupidest thing you said on air (laughs) um so Hannah Harton is a freshman at EMU you knew this was coming (laughs) and so Hannah Harton she's a freshman and her dad is Jim Harton and he was a member of the 1984 gold medal winning team for men's gymnastics. And I think it was during my second broadcast, so if you're interested in <laughs> hearing my mess up, you can feel free to look up the EMU versus uh, Western Michigan gymnastics meet. It was when Hannah Harton was on bars mm-hmm. in the second rotation, and I was trying to say what I just said, and I'm so used to saying like the women's Olympic gymnastics team. Like, you're always talking about, for EMU, you're always talking about Katie Taft, or Katie Minnesota, but Katie Taft is who she was in gymnastics. <laughs> and you're so used to saying that she was a women's Olympic alternate. Yeah, well, even just in general, like, me and you, we talk about gymnastics so much, so when I'm talking to like anybody about gymnastics, I'm usually talking about women's gymnastics. I don't talk out loud about men's gymnastics very often. So it didn't come natural for me to say it that way. And. I ended up saying something really stupid, like, um, the men's, women's, Olympic, men's. <laughs> like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I stuttered, and I said, like, men's, women's, Olympic, men's. <laughs> said something weird about Nebraska in there, too, I thought, because he's the head coach or the assistant coach or whatever of Nebraska. Yeah, I said, like, he's, like, the head coach of, yeah, basically, anytime I talked about Jim Harton, it was just awful. I should just not trying to talk about him, because, um, yeah, that one wasn't as bad. I think I covered it well, but I said, like... He's the the coach at Nebraska. The University of Nebraska. Like I, I you said, Oh, you said the Nebraska. He's the he's the high coach at the Nebraska. Something like that, yeah. And like you're I like, what? But then I, I like corrected it pretty quickly. So that one wasn't too bad, but like there was no going back once I said the men's, women's Olympic team. <laughs> and I went back and I watched that and I was so like not embarrassed, but I was just like, oh, why did I have to do that? Yeah but that, that goes I back like to you. didn't really make that many mistakes though, actually. For somebody who's never done it before. Yeah. I think like you like... maybe made one small mistake in each po oh, it was each podcast in each. I, <laughs> <laughs> you said podcast, and I almost said in each episode. <laughs> um Yeah, I think I did better than I thought I was gonna do. Um actually a lot better than I thought I was gonna do. Um there was definitely a couple moments where I would um like stutter or I'd be like slow to get out what I was trying to say, like there were some moments where i I would completely almost like black out, and I couldn't <laughs> remember like I know all the skills that they're doing, and like you can trust that I know every skill that they're doing, but like for some reason in that moment, my brain does not know the name of the skill, so there was a couple of times where like someone would do like a side aerial like layout full off the end of the beam, and I would say like just initiated a a a layout. <laughs> and you're like, no. And then I'm watching again. it back later, and I'm like... Or even sometimes right after I said it, I'd be like, that was not a layout. <laughs> but then it's like, it's too late, and you don't want to go back and correct it, because it's like, you already did it, you Yeah, you're better it. off just not making a big deal about it, and just keep it. Yeah, going. it's one of those, like, in-the-moment things that, yeah, you just, uh... It's hard. You got, like I said, you got to be, like, quick on your feet, and you got to be, like, really, like, mentally in it the whole time. And, you know, it's... It, The two of the broadcasts I did were, like, later at night, so I was starting to get, like, a headache, and, like, that stuff plays into it, too. You're like, it's it's seven o'clock, it's past my bedtime. Right, and I'm like, I'm supposed to be in bed right now, and I'm doing gymnastics commentary, (laughs) you know, but, um, yeah, you had to be, like, sharp (laughs) the whole way through, and, yeah, I think I did a pretty good job with it, um... Overall, the experience was fun, and I think that I did better than I thought I was going to do, so. And I came out of it with a newfound love and respect for commentators. Beautiful ending to the story. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing my commentary story. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out on social media. We are all thin Gym Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And for listening purposes, we are trying to get ourselves on Apple Podcasts. It takes about two weeks for the podcast to get approved. Um, so, as of right now, when we are recording we are only available on anchor and spotify but hopefully when you're listening we will be available on apple Podcasts as well and a couple other platforms we're, we're trying to get ourselves on as many platforms as possible so stay tuned for that we're, we're working on it thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week bye, bye.